previously on Woman to Woman. You know, God won't, he, if you don't do what he's told you to do, he's not gonna take you to the next level. You're not going to the next level. You gotta correct where you are now so you can go to the next level. to the next level. It's somewhat like you do with your kids. If they don't do, if they don't have their room down pat where they can clean their room, ain't no sense you're telling them to do nothing else. No, you just, okay, come and eat breakfast, go clean your room. All right, now you can come and eat lunch, go clean your room. (laughs) Now you can come and eat dinner, go clean your room, take a bath and go to bed. You can't participate in anything else until you clean that room. Love it. And it's pretty much, I'm not saying the same way, it's pre- but it's pretty much on that same level with mm-hmm. God. You got to do what he told you to do before you can go to the next level with him. Yeah. Now, he's not going to say, okay, well, I understand you're not going to do that, so let's do this. Now, we do that <laughs> as humans. God don't yeah. do that. I don't believe he does. Okay, I see you're not going to do that. So let's try something else. <laughs> he already knows. He already yeah, knows you know, what you're going to do. Right. But you'll give you the chance to do, do the right thing. Yeah. I, think, um, I think the other thing, too, that we have to remember when um, people are dealing with, you know, should I or shouldn't I, you know, you talked about other people, like influence them if they're, you know, if there's a group of friends. And we have, God will give you words to say to people to answer them. Like if you are uncomfortable, you don't know how to excuse yourself from yoga yeah. class or whatever. He'll, you know, he will give you words. You spend, like, like you're saying, Pastor Deborah, spend time in prayer. He'll tell you how to, what to say to them so that you don't, you're not judging them. Just saying, you know, like, that's not for me right. or I'm feeling led to do this other exercise over there. But God will give you the words so then you don't have to feel like, um, you know, you're being super spiritual or whatever. And hear me, you should be super spiritual, like that you're hearing from God all the time, right? Oh, yes. But you don't have to make it, you don't have to make it weird. Just like, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or if some, if you feel peace about doing it, you know, do it. Maybe you're not sharing it with your, your friends who, you know, are convicted about it. I, I'm, I don't, I'm trying to remember that story about the people that were eating the food that was offered to, uh, to idols. idols. Remember how yeah. it's kind of like, it doesn't bother you, but if it bothers them, don't mm-hmm. do that, right? right. You know don't what I'm saying? So, like, Especially exactly. If you, you know don't, what? Don't rub their nose in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, because people are, you know, people are in different stages and, you know, it might really make somebody, you know, stumble who is just, you know, getting started right. and trying to figure out. And they might be that person who doesn't need to be, you know, in that yoga class or whatever. And we still need to walk in love. And that's mm-hmm. what you're talking mm-hmm. about. We still have to walk in love. So going to God to find out how to say it, how to deal with it is very mm-hmm. important because, mm-hmm. However you say it to them, you have to do it in love. This yes, is what God right. demands of, of us. It's, we walk in love, even mm-hmm. with people don't, that don't deserve to be loved. <laughs> because we didn't deserve to be loved, we did not. but Jesus died for us anyway. Yes, he did. So yes, he, he did. wants us. And that's why we can't, you have to be very 
alert to how you deal with people because mm -hmm. God loves the world. Mm -hmm. So even when we get mad with people or upset with people and we're not in agreement with them, we have to be really um, led by God on how we react to them because he loves them no matter what they did or didn't do. God still loves them. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember that our enemy is still that same devil. Mm -hmm. He's influencing these people to act like act the way that they're acting. And as long as they're up under the devil's influence, that doesn't give us the right to treat them like they're the devil. Right. <laughs> we still have to walk in love with them. Right. And we still have to have wisdom in order to mm -hmm. do that. Right. Uh, and that wisdom comes from God. Yeah. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? Mm -hmm. It's not That's it's right. not the person. We gotta love the person, whatever's influencing them, we gotta stand against that. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're ready for the next question. If you are ministering to someone who has broken all of the Ten Commandments, which scriptures do you share with them to get them back in fellowship with the Father? All right, but uh, the first scripture I want to talk about is 1 John 1, 9. If we confess mm -hmm. our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we, you know, that's why you lead a person that have, has broken the, law, the, rule, um, the law of God back into fellowship with him. The one thing that you didn't say in this is, uh, in this question, when you ask this question, is that that person wants to be back in fellowship. That person, whether or not that, if, you know, sometimes we want to help people so bad and our everything that we think about is how can we do to help them? And they don't want help. You know, so, um, you know, we, we just have to pray for them and, and continue to pray for them and lift them up. Yeah. Because sometimes people just want to do what they want to do before they get right. Because they got a whole lot of making up to do for something. That's how they're thinking. And they want to do what they need to do and give people a piece of their mind before they get right. Um, you have to walk in love with them. You have to continue to love them and to walk in love with them and pray the Ephesians uh, prayer over them. Ephesians 1, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened and that they will know what God has called them to do and they'll do the right thing. So you have to pray and sometimes just confess that over them. You know, whenever you think about them, you just thank God that their eyes are enlightened and that they can carry forth the plan of God in their lives. And, uh, but, and continue to walk in love with them and uh, encourage them to, you know, just con they, uh, confess their thoughts. But see, what we don't understand is that sometimes we want people to confess their faults, but they don't know, they don't think they have any faults. So, you know, Stop trying to be God and let God direct them. But God will give you the prayers that you need to pray over that person, the confessions that you need to uh, continue to confess and how you see them and how you deal with them or whatever. You know, we don't like to see anybody, especially people that we are in loving relationships with, to just constantly go against the word of God. And a lot of it has to do with where you go to church because sometimes people just don't know. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and blame pastors. Um, 
because it's not just pastors. We have our Word Bible. We have the Holy Spirit. And the Bible, the, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will direct us, will lead us to where we need to go. And um, learn how to meditate the Word for ourselves. And, and try to find a church that was going to teach you the Word of God. Teach you how to act on God's Word. You know, it's, you know, I like, you know, sometimes the world will say, well, you know, or even other churches or the Christians will say, it don't take all that. Well, we get into the place where it takes all of that and more. And um, so, you know, you, you just got to do what you need to do and keep yourself right. Just make sure that you're right. Um, and don't judge them because, you know, you don't know if you get to the same place at some point in your life. And somebody has to pray you through. Maybe you were at that place that somebody had to pray you through. You don't even know who it was that prayed you, that prayed you through. Um, but, um, you know, God, God will work with them. God is faithful and he's just. And, but those people have to make the choices. All we can do is offer them the information, show it to them in the word of God, but they decide when or what they want to do. That's their God-given right. God will protect your right to go to hell if that's what you choose to do. Uh, so we need to, that's why we need to pray and we need to um, live a, a Christian life in front of people so that it will lead them towards God and not away from God. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be ever in the place where I, I led somebody away from God. Even your actions. That's why we need to be quick. We need to quick be quick to apologize, quick to um, tell people we were wrong, whatever. Because you know you don't want to be ever want to look back on, on your life and say, "Oh, if I hadn't done this, they may have, you know, gotten saved." I don't want to be in that position. Um, I want to be someone that just minister love to people and just help them to understand that how good God God is. So it's, you know, we just have to make sure we do the right thing all the time. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, when I was hearing the question, to me, it was like this person, like the whole, like, I've done all, I've done all 10 commandments, like I've broken all 10 commandments, like that's, you know, quite a list. And it, it, it I think that, you know, as somebody who's hearing that, you know, obviously our heart goes out to that person to be whole and be mm-hmm. um, be reconnected with God. And I, you are absolutely right. Like, you know, does that person want it? And what I just have in my spirit is that, you know, that person probably feels like they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, John 10, 10 talks about how the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that's not just like physical body. That's like, you know, our yeah. dreams and our connection with God. Right. Like he's just after anything to disrupt. And so, you know, praying, you know, praying for that person mm-hmm. that um, the Ephesians prayer that they would see as God, he's like, I'm, I, Pastor Deborah, yes. You know, because like, they, they need to see what God sees and not the lies the enemy's been telling right. them and other people in the world. And, um, and even Colossians 1, 9 through 11, you know, that they would know that God has a purpose for them and like yes. that he, he loves them. And, and I think that's the other piece, Ephesians 3, the whole like revelation of God's love. Cause when mm-hmm. people are rooted and, right. and really clear, like how much God loves them. Yes. Um, I, I also can't help but think, you know how sometimes kids act up just to see like 
how mm-hmm. much they're loved. You know, like, like okay, I'm going to do all this. Like, God, do you really love me? The Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God, though. Right. Nothing. And, um, I, you know, my, my prayer is that this person would absolutely come into that revelation of God's deep love for them. Yes. And, um, and that that love would help them to walk in the word and remember second Corinthians five seventeen. like any man is in Christ. They are a new creature, right? you know, and, and they are made new. All that other stuff is behind. Even if it was stuff that was done once they were born again, washed away when you, um, when you confess right. and, um, and repent, you know, it's like, it's not impossible. Like there's, it's not too late for God to start loving yeah. them again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know, and that's why, again, it's so, important that you talk to God about it because sometimes that mm-hmm. you might be dealing with a person who's just mad at God mm-hmm. that too. and yeah. uh, God will give you the words to say to just break all of that down at one yes. place yes. and just break it down and open their hearts up to him um, but you you know you don't necessarily you know have to know everything all you need mm-hmm. to know is what God tells you to do and what God tells you to say mm-hmm. and to do it and um, once you do that, then it's up, to, and it, it's up to, it's between God and that person. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, and you may not even be the person that actually gets that person to actually come to the place where uh, their anger or, or for God, over, uh, with God is gone. You might just be the one that planted the seed and then there's someone that waters the seed. And there might be multiple people that water the seed. Uh, but you do. You, your responsibility is to do what God tells you to do about uh, concerning this situation, and then you pray about it and let it go, and let God do do what He's going to do about it. As far as um, reaching out, well, I shouldn't say reaching out because He's already reaching out, but um, being there for that person, uh, He's always there for that person, and He's always has His arms open for any one of us at any time. And all we have to do is come to him. And, um, but we have to, we have to do the coming. You know, we have to be there. He's already there. All we just have to say, okay, knock on the door. Mm-hmm. The door is open. Um, then you, that's when you realize the door is open. But you haven't even, if you haven't even tried to open it, you don't even know. Uh, so, uh, you know, you just have to do your part where God is concerned. So find, get before God and find out what your part is. Yeah. And um, do your part. And then he'll have the next person in line to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I was going to say that too, like that trusting God. Like we've got to trust God in the yes. doing and in the being still. Because sometimes, yeah. right, you know, it's your job to pray and be still. And we want right. to get busy. Be still and trust that God is going to work through yeah. whoever else he needs to work. And just do your part. Um, we don't need to get in the mix and mess stuff up. You know, we need to just do exactly what God tells exactly. us to do and trust him to do the rest. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, we're going to move on to the next question. How do I deal with bullies at work? I've been bullied since I was five years old. I am now 46 and it is still happening. Um, first of all, God doesn't want you to be bullied. But secondly, what I want you to do is I want you to email us back and I want you to explain to me what you think bullying is. And I'll give, give us some examples because we cannot fully answer your question. Now, I'm not saying that this is necessarily you, 
But I have to un understand when he asks these questions, there's, there's a lot of people that's listening to these answers. And so they may not, bullying may not, for, for a lot of people, let me just say it, for a lot of people, bullying is when you don't agree with me and you won't let me have my way, that's bullying for a lot of people. And that is not bullying. <laughs> that's not being a bully. Um, bully is picking on somebody that just picks on them, just picks on them and picks on them, picks on them, picks on them. Um, for you to be 46 and still see yourself being bullied, your problem might be you are too much of a people choose, uh, people pleaser, mm -hmm. and you want people to be happy with you. So you trying to, you know, people are picking on you because they can tell, they know, they can look at you and say, oh, she's open to anything or he's open to anything. So they're going to pick on you because there's, there's a lot of mean people out here that would just, you know, if you don't believe it, just, well, if you're feeling like you're bullied, you don't need to read Facebook and read all the comments and stuff because there's a right. lot of bullying out there. That, that But if you don't read it, I mean, if you're on Facebook and you read it and people are talking about you, stop reading it. Don't read it. Don't participate in the bullying. You know, just don't participate. But you need to let us know what, what type of bullying you're talking about mm -hmm. and, um, you know, what your definition of bullying is. Because it might, is it just media bullying, social, uh, social media? Uh, what is it? Um, let us know. Is it at work? Is it at home? Whatever. Um, so we can, we can answer your question more to the point. Um, now, if you don't want to do that, then you need to find a church that will minister and counsel with you concerning what that issue is. And it really sounds like you need, you know, that's what you need to do anyway. But I would like for you to respond back to us to let us know what your definition of bullying is so we can answer that question because you're not the only person out there that's feeling like that. And uh, so we want to answer that as fully as we possibly can. Michelle, do you have anything you want to add to that? I, well, I did. I because same like the what exactly does bullying mean so i i was thinking a couple of different things around like people picking on you but the whole fact that it's you know been since they were five or whatever I, the big the thing that came up in my heart is like you know what the devil uses what works mm -hmm. yeah. and what, whatever that is that you know this, this person is seeing or experiencing like it's working and so you got to find there, there needs to be a bible answer for resisting that right and 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 doing that will you know stop the enemy like he's like you know like you said he's not he's, he's the same old devil he's not doing anything new but what he does he is consistent and if he knows something's going to work he will keep making that thing show up in your life so the answer is you you know you need a you need a better response that will actually yeah actually work you know i i believe that in the days of noah i believe mm -hmm. he was bullied oh I'm sure. You know, they, they talked yeah. about him when he was building the ark and they just mm -hmm. bullied him. But what did he do? He just kept building. He kept doing what God told doing him to do. Doing what God told him to do. Yeah. He was focused on what God said. Yeah. And, uh, and kept you know, going. so if you get focused and see the whole point of bullying, because we have to remember that we have a force behind the people that are used, mm -hmm. uh, being used. The whole mm -hmm. point of that is to get your distraction, get you distracted for what God has called you to do. Get you to the place where you're so concerned about who's or what is bullying you and you have neglected to finish the assignment that God has given you. So um, 
you know, what you want to do is you want to just realize, don't get distracted. Realize where God has you, what God wants you to do, and do it. And, um, you know, and then the other thing we used to tell our kids when they were young, just ignore it. Mm-hmm. If they can't get a rise out of you, they'll leave you alone. But the pleasure of a bully is that he gets a rise or she gets a rise out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you get upset, you start crying, you whatever, and, you know, um, which maybe you could, but you know what? Don't, don't let the devil see you sweat. Yeah. Just don't you know, Pastor Deb- Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was thinking of like the ultimate bully, Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. he had all those people, they were all like, oh, I can't do that. And David was like, wait, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? If you are a believer and you've yep. got a covenant, who's bothering you? Like, for, who's bothering you for real? You know, and David yep. came with the word, though, and who he was, you know, in his God. So, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, you just have to do what God tells you to do. They bullied Jesus, or they tried to. <laughs> they- <laughs> You know, they were, you know, asking him all kind of questions, trying to trap him up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, he didn't let him trap him up. He started asking him questions back. Yeah. So uh, put him on the spot. So it's just, you know, you just have to, you have to know who you are, mm-hmm. which is another, I, I think it's one of the most important uh, things about this right now mm-hmm. and that is you have to know who God says you are how God sees you and you have to learn how to see yourself the way God sees you yeah. and when you see yourself the way God sees you what there is nobody that can say anything about you that can get a rise out of you mm-hmm. because you know who you are because God told you who you are mm-hmm. so and that like Bullying comes in so many forms of, you know, they're attacking you, they're attacking what you stand for, mm-hmm. you know, they're attacking, you know, I mean, all kind of things, but it's the same thing, the same devil, and the same thing is behind it. It's to distract you from doing what God told you to be, uh, to, to do. So you have to see yourself the way God sees you. So you have to get into the Word, and you have to find all the scriptures where God talks about you. Where he says the first, uh, and you can find them in the um, um, the epistles about in him, uh, of him, when God talks about what he's done for you, and he'll tell you know even what he, he how he sees you, and when you do that, then what what will happen is that um, you will be able to to um, be at the place where it won't bother you mm-hmm. because you know they're lying. They're not telling the truth. You're not trying to figure out what did I do that caused people to think that about me. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything. Bullies don't need you to do anything for them to talk about you or do whatever they want to do uh, or do or say. And right now, almost everybody is being bullied if you want to really talk about it because they are, they're constantly going after, it's not just you, it's just not a Christian or just not uh, anybody. It's just not people that can be bullied or whatever. It's people will say exactly what they think about you as long as they don't have to say it to your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, and then there's people that will say it to your face. But you don't, you don't let that run you. That's not, you don't let that control you. 
God is the one that controls your life. So you just have to get in the Word and find out what God says about you and, and refresh yourself. Maybe you already know, but you know, you've been, may, may have been uh, bullied so much or whatever that you forget. You know, sometimes we let things slip. Refresh yourself. You know, one of the biggest things that I have found that works for me, and that's what you got to you got to find what works for you. What works for me is I have a playlist of word songs. That means I don't, I don't listen to songs that says, uh, why God took this person from me. I don't listen to that because that's a lie. I listen to word songs. And I'll, I'll, I have a list that I play. And when I get to the place where uh, I feel myself just being so upset with people, I turn it on. And I, sometimes I have to play it all day. Sometimes I have to play it for weeks. Um, but I do what's, what's necessary. And that's what you have to do. You have to do what's necessary for you to stay on track with what God has called you to do. And um, the bully factor should be no factor when you have gotten yourself to that place. Um, I mean, nobody likes to be bullied, but, you know, you got some wicked, evil people. And the Bible tells us that the closer we come get to the end, that the uh, world will be so wicked as in the days of Noah, where people do whatever they want to do. Whatever evil they can think of, they're going to do it. So you got to learn how to handle it and not let it uh, take you off of the calling or the assignment that God has given you. Amen. Uh, we are going to go to the last question. How active should I be in the process of finding a spouse or should I leave it all to the Lord? So how active should you be? Well, first of all, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18, 22, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So mm -hmm. the Bible tells us in Proverbs that it is the man's job to find a wife. Other words, in other words, that means you need to be found. The other thing is that you want the man to do the finding because the man, you know, it, whether or not he can find you tells you if he's a, a true man, a true godly man. He's got to find you. Now, in 1 Corinthians 7.34, the Bible says there's a difference also between a wife and a virgin. So the unmarried man, woman cares for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and spirit, but that she is married, uh, but she that is married cares for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. So in preparation, while you wait on God to present you to a man, that found you. The Bible says he defines a wife finds a good thing. He didn't say he defines a desperate person. So don't be out here desperate trying to get somebody to find you. Put your attention on what, your, what God has for you right now, what he's assigned you to do. Care for the things of, of the church, of making sure that um, you keep yourself pure, and yet you make yourself busy in the church so you don't get lonely and you don't get to a place where you get desperate. And let wait on God's perfect person or pers uh, 
type of person. Um, while you're waiting and while you're doing the things of God, you, you make you a list of those type of people that you think you like. But you need to understand that God knows what, who you need mm -hmm. and what you need. So just because he don't follow everything on that list may not mean, does not necessarily mean he's right. He's the right um, person. The other thing is that while you're caring for the things of the Lord and you're doing the things around the church, practice being led by the Spirit and practice um, allowing the Holy Ghost and the peace of God to be the umpire in your life. You know, sometimes you, as single women, we find ourselves in the wrong place because we're allowing the peace of God to tell us when we need to get out of someplace or don't go in there. Uh, be open to that and find out where because a lot of, lot of women get married to the wrong person because they're in the wrong place. And they met in the wrong place and they're not doing the right thing, uh, things. So follow the peace of God. Um, understand that the man is supposed to find you. That don't mean that you have to be standing in front of him every time he looks up. Because he ain't found you. He didn't look for you. You just showed up. So uh, put that battle on the back banner. Your age doesn't matter. Um, I don't care if you get married uh, right out of high school and you live in hell. You're like, I, w I wish I had waited. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, don't let people pressure you. Don't give in to peer pressure. Why aren't you married? Uh, why aren't you minding your own business? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I could turn around and ask you, why aren't you happy? Why did you marry that bozo? That part. <laughs> you know, you know, people need to stay in what they're supposed to, in their lane. That's not Amen. your business about why I'm married or why I'm not married. Uh, what your business is to pray for me and to love me. That's what God, that's their God, the assignment that God has given every single one of us concerning everything, everybody. is to pray for them and to love them. If you think of a person, pray for them. Because that thought didn't come to your mind on its own. Pray for them. Don't get caught up thinking that you got to win them to uh, win a man to the Lord and and witness to him. No, if you if you witness to somebody and win them to the Lord, then you turn them over to another brother in Christ to disciple them. Don't try to disciple them, because you know why. Um, women get emotionally tied a whole lot quicker than men do. And so you need to just uh, do the right thing and make sure that you don't set yourself up for failure. Michelle. Man, yeah. So I actually came to Word of Faith as a young adult woman. I was in college when I came. And I am so thankful for the teaching that I got before it was too late. <laughs> and um, did exactly what you said. I... I you know, guys would come and talk to me and um, I would get in my heart, like, you know, witness to them. But that was it. Witness to them, send them where they needed to go and leave them alone. They weren't for me. And I'm thankful for you guys having put that teaching in, you know, young ladies like myself. I literally got found 
because I was pursuing what God told me to do. Like I, I wasn't looking for a husband. I found, I, I was found. And when he tells me the story, God specifically spoke to him about me and told him, that's your wife. And I didn't have to do anything except I was just where I was, where God told me to be. I was doing, I was following the peace of God. I was doing what God told me to do with my life. And um, I was expecting at some point to be found, but certainly I, I was found sooner than I wanted to be, if I can be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not ready to be found. I was still trying to, you know, live life and grow up and stuff like that too. But, um, but that's exactly what happened. I was just focused on what God told me to do. And I was doing that. And that's where I got found. But before I got found, I, I you know, had this, you know, there, there were certain, you know, men that I was attracted to. And I'm like, oh, you know, and, and they were, they were in the church, Pastor Deborah. So I was okay. I was on good ground. Right. But I was, <laughs> I wasn't throwing myself at him, but I saw them. I noticed them and I was kind of like, oh, I wouldn't mind if he was the one, you know, kind of thing. But what, what God gave me something to do during that time so that I wasn't obsessing about, does he see me? Does he know me? What auxiliary is he in? Let me go usher. Let me be a hostess because he's an usher or whatever. And I just kept, it was a daily thing. I had to pray and like help, let, let God lead me and help me. And he had me praying for, praying for the guy that I, that I thought was cute, that I like had me pray for him and his wife, that he would find, you know, he would find his good thing that my good thing would find me, you know, so mm-hmm. that I spent a lot of time in prayer doing that. And during that time too, actually started writing. That's when I wrote my, you know, my first adult book. I wrote some books when I was, um, when I was growing up, but that was where that book was birthed. And so you talk about, you know, caring for the things of the Lord. It was important to God that I start to write. And so when I was feeling like lonely, or I wish I you know, had a date or somewhere to go, somebody to spend time with, I would write. And, you know, God just really blessed me through that process. And, um, and I know he's not a respecter of persons, right? So he, he, he wants us to, to, to develop and, you know, to your point about learning to hear and be led by the spirit of God, super important. Cause when you're married, you know, you have to know when to, when to say something and when to be quiet, right? <laughs> Can I get an amen? You know, like, so you, you have a so whole true. lot of thoughts, but you, but you don't need to be saying everything that comes through your mind, right? And, um, and, and then you said something, too, about, like, you know, that list and God, God you know, you, you know what you want, but God also knows what you need. And God knows who needs you because, like, right. you have gifts as a woman to give to that man. Right. And so, you know, he, that person's got to be prepared, but I'm telling you, like I, 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 when I talk to single women, in our church and stuff, the one thing you want, if nothing else is a man who can hear from God, because if he can hear from God and find you, you know, he can hear from God when God tells him to stop acting crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that was excellent. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, Thank you so much for being being with us today, Pastor Michelle. Thank and, you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us for, for today's episode of Woman to Woman. We will see you all next week. God bless you. We love you. If questions you've had about dating, marriage, and friendships have gone unanswered, this book will put these questions to rest and put you on solid ground in your interpersonal relationships. 
Do you want to learn how to navigate successfully through life's changing seasons with its crossroads and uncharted waters? Find the information you need for a happy journey in establishing godly relationships through marriage and family. Order your copy today 